<laughs> Tales of murder. Not really. There was only one murder. Well, I mean, that was a double murder, so I guess two. Did I tell you I did 23 and me? Yes. Did I tell you I got the results back? No. They came back like two weeks early. Hmm. And guess what? It's not my fault that I can't sing. Oh. <laughs> it's my genetics. Really? They could tell by my genes. They're like, you are less likely to be able to... <laughs> There's like this whole thing you're less likely and more likely to be to for certain things. Uh-huh. And a couple of them were wrong. Like I said, my ring fingers are likely to be longer than my middle. They're not. Um, <laughs> and then it said that it was, which I didn't know this. It, it told me it's likely that my big toes are the longest, uh-huh. which I was like, yeah, like what? And then my mom was like, no, that's abnormal. Normally the second toe is longer. And I was like. That, I, that weirds me out when I see people with toes like that. Like, why are your toes so long? Are you writing letters with them? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's the more common one. I'm oh. abnormal for having oh. shorter toes. Mine are both the same size. <laughs> my my <laughs> second ones are just a little bit shorter. So they go like, they're all in like height order. Yeah. They're going on diagonal. Hmm. But I guess that's abnormal. <laughs> I never even noticed. Like, I never, like, I don't look at people's feet all that often, so. Well, like, when people walk around, like, in flip-flops yeah. or, like, at the beach or something, and I'm just like, oh. Why is there a finger on your foot? Yeah, why do you have fingers? <laughs> your fingers are on your hands, not your feet. I don't know, but I don't like feet in general. Anyway, feet skeeve me out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. They're great for walking, but I don't want to look at them. They weird me out. Even my own feet. I don't know. I'm weird. I'm just weird. Anyway, hi. This is my favorite haunting. Hello, I'm Mel. I'm Ames. We're on episode 36 now, talking about jeans and toes. We're not going to talk about that the whole time, though. Um, I just, because I was thinking, I was like, I should hum out the theme songs and then, like, match it up. And then I was like, no, but I can't sing. And 23andMe has proven to me that I cannot <laughs> Like, everyone else's words and cringes weren't proof enough for me. <laughs> it took a DNA test to tell me, no, bitch, you can't sing. <laughs> anyway, hi, how are you? I'm doing okay. Oh, good. My toes are, actually, speaking of toes, my toes are pretty cold. <laughs> it's chilly. Yeah, it's, it's getting chilly. It's chilly here. I turned the heat on. Already? Oh, yeah. It's well, yeah, cold. the nights are getting cold. It's cold. Even during the day yesterday, I was like sh- legit shivering. Yeah. And that, like, I had to put a hoodie on and I was still, I was under blankets and I was like, it's so sunny out though. Why is it so cold? It's so deceiving. I hate it. Yeah, I was working out in the garden, so I wasn't cold. Oh, lucky <laughs> you. Uh, should we just dive right in? Why not? All right. You want me to go first? Yes. <laughs> I was an indecisive, not an indecisive, and uh, when you're sure, <laughs> what's the word? Someone's gonna email and tell me. Look it up in the dictionary before you record. <laughs> <laughs> this is all improv. This is a conversation. This is how conversations go. Um, I don't know, and I keep thinking inconsequential. It's not inconsequential. Definitive. It was ah. a definitive yes. <laughs> That's the one. All right. Um, so have you ever heard of Banff? Nope. Canada. 
not counting the five minutes ago when I asked you that <laughs> before we started. No, I have not heard it before today. Uh, so, okay, so Karen, who co-hosted our Japan episode, our resident Japanese expert, uh, she brought this up to me, and we've been talking about going camping there for years now. Okay. And we haven't, like, it's in Alberta, oh. Canada. So it's pretty far. It's in the Rockies. <laughs> So it hasn't happened yet because it's a bit of a, because we want to drive out. Oh. It's a bit of a trip. Um, And we're both very busy. Uh, So it's gorgeous, though. You guys, if you take nothing else away from this episode, (laughs) Google pictures of Banff, Alberta. B-A-N-F-F. It's like it doesn't even look real. It's so beautiful. It's in the mountains and there's like a lake and Mm -hmm. it's just gorgeous um i personally like to call it bamf because it's easier to say for me and also badass motherfucker like <laughs> i just made you cool no you're already cool i'm kidding oh canada i love you uh so i didn't do an entire like town though um i did the fairmont bamf springs hotel in bamf Alberta. <laughs> it's really hard to say it. Uh, B-A-N-F-F. Like, those letters don't go together. Uh, so it sits in the Banff National Park in Alberta. Um, and it's, like, on a mountain. It's, like, halfway up a mountain. No. And it's very... It's a beautiful building. It's that, like, gothic revival style. Mm-hmm. And... It's very imposing, like to see, especially like on a bright sunny day, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But if you see a picture of it on like a an overcast, dark, yeah, gloomy day, it looks really creepy because <laughs> it looks kind of like castle like, and it, yeah. it's re- actually referred to as the Castle of the Rockies because <laughs> um, it's in the Rocky Mountain Range, the Canadian Rockies. So it was built by the Canadian Pacific Railway, designed by Bruce Price originally. Because what's there is no not the original. <laughs> so it was originally a wood structure. And what happened to most wood structures that were built in the 1800s? They burned down. They burned down. <laughs> it was, um, it opened in 1888 and it was one of the earliest Grand Railway hotels. So the railways across Canada would either um, build these hotels or these hotels would spring up because of the railroad going through. Mm-hmm. Um so, and there's like, there's a whole bunch of them. Uh, so in 1914, uh, a second structure was constructed, um, next to the original. The original was destroyed by a fire in 1926. Uh, in 1927, the replacement began construction and it was completed in 1928. And in 1988, it was designated a national historic site. Um, it has hosted the likes of Marilyn Monroe, Winston Churchill, and various British royalty, along with many, many other celebrities <laughs> and rich and famous people. The lifestyles of the rich and the famous. I'm Robin Leach. <laughs> uh, I'm not Robin Leach, actually. Was it Leach? Yeah. Okay. Good. I got that right. So I've got three main stories. There's not like a ton of history other than it's old and it burned down. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't see anything about casualties in the fire. Mm -hmm. So, um, and there are no stories of like burn victims or anything. So I'm going to go ahead and guess that that's not a thing. However, I will start off by saying hotel staff is very, very tight lipped Mm. about possible hauntings here. If you ask them, they will deny, deny, deny. And anything that I refer to in here has staff accounts mm-hmm. are anonymous. Okay. Um, so, cause there's this really, there's specifically, I'll get, it's the last one, but room 873. And when I was looking at it, I was like, oh, we should go there and ask for that room. Um, you can't because they pretend it doesn't exist and they pretend that it has never existed. What? Even though... <laughs> Like, it clearly, like, they walled it up, but, like, it clearly, like, I'll get to it. But, like, that's the extremes that they go to, to say that Hmm. it's not real, none of this happened, blah, blah, blah. Um, But we are going to start out with the ghost of the bride, because why not? (laughs) So, the story goes, uh, in the 1930s, a wedding reception was being held in the ballroom, so the bride was ascending the, okay, there's this beautiful, the interior pictures are just as beautiful as the exteriors. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's all that Gothic. Yeah. Uh, so there's this beautiful curved staircase in the lobby goes up to the second floor. So the bride's ascending that curved staircase, uh, to meet her groom standing at the top waiting to go into the reception stories vary. She somehow lost her footing. Mm-hmm. Um, either her heel caught on her dress and she tripped mm-hmm. or, a candle caught on her dress and she freaked out and tripped Mm -hmm. or her heel caught her dress and she tripped and then caught a candle going down. But regardless, she fell down the stairs and broke her neck. Uh, And the reason I mentioned the candle is that there's an account that mentions fire. Uh, So since then, both visitors and anonymous staff have reported seeing a veiled figure climbing and descending the steps. Like she's going up and down. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it sounds like she's looking for somebody. For her husband. So the reason I mentioned the, the candle is because if her dress caught on fire, there are accounts of people seeing her and she turns around and there's like flames going up her back. Oh. So, um, yeah. Uh, she's also been seen dancing by herself in the ballroom. Oh. Waiting on her first dance that she'll never. And I put a bunch of crying emojis because my heart shattered into a million pieces. Um, There's also been reports of mysterious sounds coming from the bridal suite when no one is staying there. That one I mentioned because I'm like, what kind of mysterious sounds? Because (laughs) none of them were really described, but like she didn't get her wedding night, right? Mm -hmm. So I would think it's not sex sounds, (laughs) but maybe they had a pre-wedding Or maybe they had, like, a quickie before the reception. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But it just says mysterious sounds from the bridal suite when no one is staying there. Uh, She's been seen so often, in fact, and this is awesome because Canada is fucking great. The Canadian Mint has issued a collector stamp and a coin with her likeness. The coin is a lenticular, so you can move it. So it starts off with her eyes closed and the candles in the background but not lit and then you tilt it and her eyes open and the candles are lit oh and then the stamp just has her so um you can go to mint.ca and uh that's the canadian mints website Mm -hmm. and they have um they have like an article and photos and you can buy the coin i saw it's a 25 cent coin and i mean you can't really spend it it's a Mm -hmm. collector's coin but it's like 30 bucks or something (laughs) so i mean you know 
you want to support spirits. But I'm like, that's awesome. They're doing this for this woman because of a ghost story. Mm-hmm. They're like, we want to honor, like, because this story has been told and people, like, she's been cited so many times and we want to, like, acknowledge and honor that. Cool. like Canadian legacy or so I don't know they phrased it more eloquently than I could but yeah that's freaking great um so the next story I have is Sam McCauley he was the head bellman in the 60s and the 70s until he passed away in 1975 uh for the most part he seems to be pretty helpful mm-hmm. he likes to help like he's like still doing his job uh, there is one report of two elderly women. So they got locked out of their room. Their key wasn't working. So they called the front desk. Um, the bellman who was on duty was already busy doing something else. So he mm-hmm. didn't get to them for a little while. They said like 15 minutes or so he didn't get to them. So then when he made it to their room, the door was unlocked and they were inside mm-hmm. and, one of the women told him this nice older Scottish man in a plaid jacket and otherwise matching Sam's description to a T helped them get into their room. Wow. Uh, and Sam McCauley was from Scotland. <laughs> so, uh, his, so his old office has since been made into a guest room and they wouldn't put the room number anywhere. <laughs> uh, but it's on the mezzanine. So, I mean, I'd say if you want to check this out, request a room on the mezzanine. Uh, He's been spotted in there by guests. He's been seen. um, And people have also seen apparitions of him uh, on the 6th, 7th, and 9th floors of the hotel, as well as as corresponding cold spots that they attribute to him. Hmm. That was a tongue twister. Um, so that's Sam. So last one, this is a really quick one. I was thinking it would be longer, but it's really quick. Room 873. I like this. (laughs) This is a mystery. This is, and like, it makes no, okay, I'm going to save that for the end. I'm going (laughs) to save my rant for the end. So every floor has a room that ends in 73, Mm -hmm. except eight. (laughs) The eighth floor skips from 872 to 874. Where 873 is, mm-hmm. there's a corresponding light in the ceiling. So, like, there's ceiling lights over each of the doors. Yeah. So, there's a light where the door should be. Mm-hmm. And where the door should be, the baseboard is cut. Oh. So, like, the baseboard ends, and it's, like, the width of a door. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, all drywall. So, and if you, like, knock along the wall, mm-hmm. it's, like, solid, 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 and then hollow. <laughs> so, it's, like... It was, they're clearly, and it's right where 70th is between, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how the rooms are laid out, but I'm guessing it's between 71 and 75. Mm-hmm. Um, but it like, it's right where it should be. Yeah. <laughs> but the hotel, depending on who you ask, I guess, cause they're, the staff will either tell you there is no 873. There never has been an 873 mm-hmm. or it's closed up for renovations, <laughs> but it's been closed up for reservations for, for reservations been closed up for renovations for years and it's just that room so like okay so the story is which they also deny (laughs) was allegedly a murder suicide Mm -hmm. uh 
I mean, it's all speculation. Um, the common theory is the father killed his wife and daughter. Okay. Uh, and then killed himself. But the hotel will say nothing like that ever happened there. Mm-hmm. There's been no violent deaths there. Uh, before they closed the room, and that's the other thing. Like, people have stayed in this room. Mm-hmm. Like, in the past. <laughs> so, are you going to say, there never was a room 873, but people have stayed there. Wow. So. I guess for a little while after, like, they cleaned up the room and everything and mm-hmm. they started um, renting it out to guests again, um, people would be waking up in the night by violent screaming in the Ooh. room. And then there'd be uh, bloody handprints on the mirrors. Ah. Um, and they'd call for staff. And by the time staff got there, they'd be gone. The handprints would be gone. Wow. Uh, contrary to that, when staff would go, housekeeping would go in to do their cleaning, like their mm-hmm. daily cleaning, and the handprints would show up again, but they could not get them off. Like they'd scrub and scrub and like nothing. They would not leave. Wow. Until they, I guess, felt like disappearing. So that went on for a little while, and supposedly the complaints were so common. That's why they closed it off. Okay. And like not even just they don't rent it out, like they boarded it up, <laughs> and now they just pretend as. If it never existed. <laughs> um, yeah. But like, I don't, it clearly, there clearly was a room there. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, okay, say like, go with the story that you're renovating, mm-hmm. but I don't know why you're renovating just that one room and you're doing it for years and years and years and there's no access to it. Yeah. Like they just drywalled it up <laughs> and it literally, but like the baseboards cut, the ceiling light is still there. Like, there clearly was a room there. So. <laughs> wow. I don't, that's why I'm like, that was my rant. Like, what? How do you deny it? How do you say there was no room? How do you say, <laughs> no, there's no 873. There's never been any. So how? Yeah. And like, then like, especially if the two rooms on either side are normal sized, like what's in that space? <laughs> But even so, like, you skip from 71 to 75. Yeah. Like, every other floor has an, a 73. <laughs> and, like, they all follow the same floor plan. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, unless they, like, expanded those two rooms for some reason. But I don't think, like, why would you? And then just take that room out and just on that one floor? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so you can't stay <laughs> can't stay in that room. Um, but. If you go hang out in that vicinity at night, sometimes you can hear screaming coming from inside. Mm. Uh, There is also the apparition of a young girl who stands outside where the door would be, Mm -hmm. should be, uh, and she looks lost. Like she's looking for like, yeah, like her parents or something. She stepped out and now she can't get back in because they walled it up. Because they walled it up, bastards. Uh other generic reports around the hotel and like everything that I found, this was the only room I could find specifically mentioned by number. Mm -hmm. So only 873 and the bridal suite were, uh, specifically identified. Mm -hmm. And then any other rooms were not Mm -hmm. identified. (laughs) Uh, so I mean, roll the dice and good luck. Yeah. Uh, but 
The other generic reports include pillows being yanked out from under guests' heads while they're sleeping and also being pushed off the bed. Oh, nice. Um, And again, any thing related to this that you try to bring up to the staff, they will deny, deny, deny. There's never been a murder here. There's never been a violent death. There's never been, there's no ghosts here. Nothing's haunted. There's never been a roommate 73. (laughs) (laughs) And one of the articles pissed me off because it said, this is the hotel that Stephen King based his stay off of it for the shining. Like he stayed here with his family and based it on, based the shining on like, no, no, no. It is (laughs) absolute common knowledge that it was the Stanley hotel. Like he has said that and it's, it, yeah, was not, (laughs) he might, he may have stayed there, but he did not base his stay there on, or I'm sorry. He did not base the shining off of his stay there. Yeah. So that one was really short, but I thought it was really interesting and Banff, badass motherfucker is really beautiful and put it on your list. Cool. I already told Karen, I was like, we got to stay here next summer. <laughs> and she was like, okay. And I was like, we got to stay in room 873. And she goes, okay. And I was, and then I like read it and I was like, oh, just kidding. We can't. <laughs> but like I said, if you're looking for an experience, go stalk that like non door <laughs> at night. Like just walk up and down the hall a few times and see what get happens. Get one of the rooms around there. Yeah. That's yeah. Get the room. Get, ask for 871. <laughs> there is no 873 <laughs> ma'am i'm sorry to tell you i don't know what you're talking about we have never had a room 873 here at the banff springs hotel in banff alberta canada also known as the castle of the rockies a because <laughs> they'd be canadian I'm... <laughs> I don't know. uh yeah <sighs> so that's that cool what's yours so I did Bellhurst Castle Hotel in Geneva, New York, and that's on the shores of Seneca Lake. So some of the history for this area is um, the site used to be a Seneca Indian village in the early 18th century. Starting off strong. And it became home to the Ontario Glass Company until it was closed and the land was divided. In 1852, Harrison G. Otis purchased the tract of land overlooking Seneca Lake on which Bellhurst Castle would eventually be erected. And he built a home for his family, which he called Bellhurst spelled a little differently. And I guess it means beautiful forest. In 1885, Carrie M. Heron, um, and later she got married and she was Carrie Collins, purchased the property. In 1888, construction began on the Romanesque Revival Limestone Mansion. Fifty men worked for more than four years on the mansion. During this time, one man was killed when he fell from the tower, and another went insane while he was putting on the roof. Went insane? Yes, that's what they say. No specifics, he just went insane while he was working up on the roof. Hmm. And sometime during the time Mrs. Heron owned Bellhurst, a beautiful Italian opera singer named Isabella fled from Spain with her lover and came to Bellhurst Castle as Mrs. Heron's guest. The story follows that her husband tracked them down and they fled through the wine cellar to tunnels that connected the wine cellar to the carriage house. And as soon as they uh, 
went through the entrance of the tunnels, it collapsed and killed the pair of them. <gasps> and here I was just thinking, I want a tunnel between my wine cellar and my carriage house. <laughs> After Mrs. Collins' death in 1926, her grandson, Hale Heron Jr., inherited Bellhurst. He lived there for a few years before he first leased and then sold the estate to Cornelius J. Dwyer in 1932. Dwyer was also known as Red for his uh, bright red hair. Mm -hmm. He ran a speakeasy restaurant and gambling casino on the premises. Yes! Along with his half-brother, Dick (laughs) O'Brien. Dick. The speakeasy was in operation until 1933, when Prohibition was... Prohibition ended? Yeah. Ended? Did I just say ended? (laughs) Ended. Prohibition. I got really excited. I know what happened! (laughs) Uh, The casino... Ran until 1952 when they cracked down on illegal gambling. (laughs) And the restaurant was there until 1975 when Red sold the property to Robert and Nancy Golden. The Goldens lived on the upper floors and operated the restaurant on the first floor as they converted the second and third floors from living space to hotel rooms. In 1992, the property was purchased by the Duane Reeder family, who has operated Bellhurst Castle since then. Okay. Interjection. Duane Reeder? That's what it said. Okay, because in New York City, there's a chain of drugstores called Duane yes, Reed. I know that. Are they really? Because I thought you were going to say by Duane Reed, and I was like, wow, they're expanding, but they've but since been bought out by Walgreens, but like, I was like, they've really expanded their like business plan. I I have no idea if they're related or not. I didn't look into that the part. The Duane Reader family. I'm going to Google them. <laughs> Today, Bellhurst Castle is a world-class wedding and event venue hotel, complete with a spa, salon, and winery on site. Bellhurst Castle was also in the running for USA Today's Reader's Choice Award for Best Haunted Hotel. It came in sixth. FYI, like half the list we've done. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I googled the Dwayne Reader family and everything that comes up is Dwayne Reed. Really? <laughs> yeah, the drugstore, yeah. Everything. Okay. Um... My question is, are, is the tunnel still there? Oh, no, it collapsed, but did they rebuild it? Um, no, they said some, one account, one account said there was never any tunnel there ever. And renovations and excavations around have proven there's been no tunnel. But there's like 10 other accounts that say there was a tunnel there. So they haven't found it, but no. Just like my guy with the... Uh... From The Conjuring. Yeah. From the Perrin family. That's not true. She was never... You can't prove this. Leave her... Blah, blah, like, like, I understand you're passionate, but you're one voice against... Yeah. The masses. Yeah. Oh, the uh, USA Today contest. That was actually just in August here. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Oh, that, that was recent. Very recent. Last month. And that was all for the history of Bellhurst Castle, which this place is really beautiful. When you haven't even gotten to the ghost yet, when are we going? It's in Geneva. <laughs> it's right down the road. I know. Weekend getaway. Girls, girls weekend. We need one of those. We haven't had one in a while. 
Yeah, there's no specific rooms, though. There's so. a spa, too, right, you said? Yeah. That's okay. I mean, I've never been to a spa. They're all right. <laughs> Depends on what you want to do. I don't know if I want other people touching me. Well, you don't have to get a massage. They do other things. You could do your nails. You could do your hair. You could get a facial. You could sit in the sauna. They're fun. So that was all for the history of Bellhurst Castle, and we can go on to the haunting. On to the haunting. (laughs) Um, There have been reports that guests have seen ghostly figures that appear to be Native Americans. Dozens of guests have reported seeing the ghost of Bellhurst Castle, thought to be the opera singer Isabella, standing silently on the front lawn in the middle of the night. Oh, I was going to ask if she was putting a show on. I guess not. (laughs) No. Uh, When approached, she disappears with a sighing moan, or she is seen as an apparition flying through windows. Oh. Mrs. Collins is also suspected of being one of the ladies in white that people see. So I guess they see multiple or different locations, and it's either Isabella or it's Mrs. Collins. Staff have witnessed... um, Lots of activity from showers turning on and off in guest rooms to bottles and glasses flying around the bar, even coming in to see tablecloths tied to the chandeliers. Oh, my God. That's extreme. (laughs) Guests report hearing the sound of soft lullabies being sung in the middle of the night or the sound of children playing and screaming in the room next to them most commonly reported by pregnant women. Huh. Others hear the sound of furniture being moved above them, coming from the room that once housed the roulette wheel and gambling tables when Bellhurst was a speakeasy and gambling casino. Uh, guests still see Dick O'Brien, who often wore a cap and sweatshirt when he worked. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and he passed away in 1972, walking up the stairs or sitting in his favorite chair. Several people have reported seeing a figure of a man in a sweatshirt and cap walking the halls and the grounds of the castle. Aww. So I guess he like took care of things around and he's still doing it. <laughs> like our friend Sam. <laughs> and I came across a lot of personal accounts. There is this one site and for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it now. It's not very helpful on, like, haunting information, but it's a, it's a list of haunted places. But their little blurb is more like history, mm-hmm. and, like, it's suspected to be haunted. And then it says, if you've had an experience, please reply below. I think I know the site you're talking about. I think I've been on there. and And there's, like, never any, like... Or no, did you have replies? I have, I've always found good replies from on Maybe there. it's a different site. <laughs> I've used something that sounds the same, except where it says, like, put, like, give your experience below, and mm-hmm. none of the places ever have anybody, no. like, submit anything. Well, this is the first one that I've had so many. Like, I found so many. Yeah. But, I mean, I usually find one or two on there. So, first is from Sylvia. We felt a presence and we saw a pink dress shadow 
And in one of our pictures, we see the pink-dressed ghost. I wish people would read their sentences before they submit. Because <laughs> that's exactly how it was typed. I will say, I have been having an increasing problem lately of autocorrect. Changing my words after, like, it is, like, it's fine as mm -hmm. is. Like, I write it correctly, and then I tap send. And then I watch the words change oh, as it wow. sends. It's crazy. So... And I'm not the only one because, like, I've been complaining about it with other people. And, mm -hmm. like, they've had it happening, too. So I don't know what that's about. Yeah. But that's a thing that happens. Okay. <laughs> that's crazy. Also, some people are just not grammatically efficient. Yeah. Like me. <laughs> okay. There is a um, – the next one is from KW. I was in the bar in the old mansion, and it wasn't being used. I was admiring the paintings, and I heard a loud whisper in my ear, Cornelius. No. I turned, and no one was there. I Who's Cornelius? Just a minute. Okay. <laughs> I notified my friends in the hallway of what happened, and they laughed. I continued to look at paintings in the bar, and my arm hair stood to attention when I looked down, and the title of one of the paintings was A Portrait of a Man Named Cornelius. <gasps> that's Cornelius. Yes, that's Cornelius. And I vaguely think there was a Cornelius mentioned, but he wasn't, like... Prominent. Prominent, That so it... Yeah. I think maybe the husband of... Mrs. Collins, maybe? I don't know. Okay, so then... Cornelius Collins. It's a Marvel character. <laughs> it's gotta be. Uh, and then there's Teresa. She says, They're having dinner one night, and almost closing time, only a few people left at the tables, and we heard a loud knocking at the back door. Looked out, and no one was there. This was back in 1983. Though it was thought it might be haunted, but now I'm sure. That was not very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Deanna says, we stayed in the billiard room. We heard three knocks while we were sleeping. And the following day, we got locked out of our room and our keys wouldn't even work on it. My friend said she got sleep paralysis and my mom kept feeling electric shoots up mm. and down her back all night oh. and uh just to mention it's not a key card lock it's a like regular a key lock physical key yeah and then jackie replied to deanna we had the same exact experience freaked me out whoa <laughs> okay yeah i didn't give the room number though no they didn't give the room number yeah, none of these are telling room numbers about where things happen, so. I'd be like, room 123 at 10 p.m., <laughs> and the weather was, and blah, blah, blah. But also, too, I'm thinking, because I know when my apartment, when they investigated my apartment mm -hmm. and they posted what they had, yeah, somehow the management company found it. Oh, 
and they emailed Jason and they were like, you have to take this down. Like you have to take the address off. Okay. Like they didn't want that. Like, (laughs) because, Oh, you know what it was? It somehow had found its way into, um, some article. I don't remember what the, what the publication was, but cause one of my neighbors was like, there was no apartment listed, but like this story was in the paper and <laughs> it was this address. Is it yours? And I was like, why would you come to me? Why would you immediately come to me? <laughs> wow. Cause that, and then I was like, why, why do you think, why, why do you think it's me? And she's like, I just had a feeling. I was like, do you know what happened in that apartment? And she was like, no, I don't know anything. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she totally had to. She's <laughs> lived there since the 40s. Oh, yeah, that one. That, I thought, yeah, I thought that it woman, was that one. Yeah, the one who, like, kind of pseudo-befriended me right before I moved. Yeah. Um, yeah, but she supposedly, she's like, no, I don't remember who lived there and blah, 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 and I don't know anything that went on in that apartment and da-da-da-da-da. No, bullshit. Why else would you just assume, like, come <laughs> straight to me? Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I And she told me, and I don't, it wasn't like the New York post or anything, but it was like some little like Queens rag that, you <laughs> yeah. know, maybe it was like AM New York or something and it was around Halloween. So it was like haunted places yeah. around, you know, and my apartment was in there. <laughs> that might be how they found out about it and then contacted him and were like, take the address off. Too late. So, it's out there. <laughs> well, and so, but that could be, like these hotels, yeah. like if somebody puts the room number or something, they might contact them and be like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like we don't want, that's going to keep us from getting business. Like, no motherfucker, that's going to get you more business. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could go either way. I see. I yeah. can see it. Yeah. Oh, well. Us that want to know, we'll just have to wonder. Mm-hmm. Or book a room and fingers crossed we get one of the yeah. ones of activity. Okay, so JD writes, we spent a weekend in the living room. So I guess the different rooms that used to be like living room, dining room were changed into hotel rooms. They still kept the name of wherever they were. In 1998, I felt something pressed down on my chest to the bed. I tried to move, but was unable to. I reached out to my wife and it stopped. Uh, Scared the crap out of me. Then... The window came crashing down. Definitely made a believer out of me. Also heard footsteps walking on a wooden floor above us all night. The only problem was, A, we were the only guests staying there that night, and B, the second floor above us was carpeted. The following morning, we discussed it with the hostess while having breakfast, and she filled us in with the history of the mansion being built on grounds where they found the remains of Jesuit Native Americans while digging for the renovation. Wow. Also, while showing us the rooms in the castle, the doors were locking themselves as she was trying to open them with the keys. That's pretty impressive. And the last one is from Barb, who worked there one summer. I worked there one summer and had my leg grabbed going down the basement stairs <gasps> no. into the laundry room. Oh my God, that's dangerous. If you have ever worked there, then you know the stairs I am talking about. Also, there was an old side room in the basement that had no lights you could turn on. And a co-worker told me that anyone who tried to enter that room could not because you would get the air sucked from you and have trouble breathing and would have to stop. And it was true. I could not go but so far. 
and I hesitated from ever telling anyone because I knew that most people would think I am crazy. So I never said anything until now, and that happened 10 years ago. Dope. Yes, it is haunted big time, and I had no choice but to believe. Big time. It's haunted big time. I'm sorry, that was adorable. <laughs> it's haunted big time. That's cute. Yeah, and that, that's all for Bellhurst Castle. So I noticed shortly into yours, mm-hmm. I didn't say anything, that we both did haunted hotels that are referred to as castles. Oh, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, it's another accidental theme episode. We haven't done one of those in a while. <laughs> that's, that's cool. funny. Without any communication. That's nope. great. So we've got a couple locations set up for where we need to go now. Geneva and Banff. <laughs> Badass motherfucking Canada. <laughs> I think Geneva is more doable. Well, yeah. Well, because you, you don't have passports still. No. Get your passport. Get it. Get yeah. it. Yeah. Get it. I know. Get it. Just get it. Just do it. Just get it. Just go get it. <laughs> I'm not going right now. No, right now. Let's get in the car. We'll record the whole thing. Would you guys love that? Wouldn't you be so excited to hear (laughs) us drive to the post office and listen to her get her picture taken and fill out her form? (laughs) Wouldn't that be so amazing? So that's that. So follow our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I remember them all today. Yay. Uh, Join our Facebook group, my favorite haunted group, the home of the paranormies and rate review and subscribe and as always we take viewer mail if you have a critique or a suggestion as some people have done i lost my words for a minute as some people have taken to doing sending us emails that's fine too and ghost stories if you have a story of your own you'd like for us to read we would love to read it most definitely I think that's it. That's everything. Thanks for potting with us.